Hi there, Andy Peters here on the Graham Norton Radio Show with Waitrose Podcast. Let's see what we've got in store this week. Amber Rose Gill was in the studio giving us her thoughts on this year's series of Love Island and telling us all about her debut Mills and Boone novel, Until I Met You. Ricky Wilson of the Kaiser Chiefs joined us ahead of his stint, presenting the Chris Evans Breakfast Show with Sky for a week. Show chef Martha has a summer tray bake coming your way. We give away a Mediterranean meze feast to one lucky listener. And there's another round of Guess the Guest. Amber Rose Gill is here. Yes, she of Love Island fame, 20... What was your year? 19. 2019 yeah. Series 5. Uh, first and foremost, who do you want to win this series? Oh, it's hard. Have you been watching it? I've, watched, I've, been, I've been to the villa. Did you? I went to the villa. We did my show from on Good Morning Britain from the villa. I was yeah. in the garden when they were... So we basically, we locked them all in the bedroom. And then I went to the villa, yeah. in, into the garden. So we did the whole morning from the garden. Oh, there you go. I they went to Casa Ramal, but did you? Not, the, not the main thing. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So... Um, who do I want to win? It's between India and Dami and Andrew and Tasha. Oh, my... Oh, wow. Left yeah. field. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't expecting that. I, yeah. See, I'm... I, I want... I know who I don't want to win, but I won't say. <laughs> um, but I, I'd quite like David E and Ekin Sue to win because I think oh, they're just like a comedy double act. I forget about them too. Yeah, I love them. I do as well. Actually them. Yeah. <laughs> change my mind. I change my mind. Yeah, because they're like a comedy double act. I really quite like that. They're, they're just funny. And, yeah. And he really annoys me, but I think it's quite endearing. No, it's totally endearing. Yeah, and she's, and I think she's, I genuinely think she's been real throughout. No. I think she's worn her heart on her sleeve. And that's who she is. She has brung so much drama as well, yeah. which I just love. Yeah, so do I. I just love it. And yeah, them two together, they're like divorced parents yeah. that like secretly <laughs> want to get back together or something. Like, you just watch, oh, I love goodness. watching them. Now, so you, look, you've said you love drama, you love romance. You've written a book. The book's called Until I Met You. Yeah. Um, what And you've done it in association with Mills and Boone. So anybody who's young might not even know what Mills and Boone is. They are the romantic novelist's in the world. Yeah, yeah, like number one. Yeah. Number, so number what one. made you want to write a love romantic story? Um, so I was always a romance reader, first and foremost, when I was younger. And then I've got, like, I used to have such an interest in English. I was going to do it at uni if I had went to uni, but I ended up not going. Um, and it was just something I pushed to the side. It's not something that I ever thought that I could pursue because you've got to be, like, really... I just didn't think I was good enough, basically. And Mills and Boone were really interested in diversifying their authors, their writers, their characters, um, everything like that. And it started off with a competition. And the competition was for underrepresented people from underrepresented ethnic backgrounds to enter. And the prize was um, a year's like publishing deal yeah. with HarperCollins at Mills and Boone, which is amazing. And then in turn, they were like, well, what, how, what about you? Would you ever fancy it? And I was like, oh God, really? Like, do you really think that I could do this? And they were like, no, like we really think that you've got a passion in it and you could do it. And I was like, great. Um, I'm too scared. And then oh, wow. they were like, no, we'll give you, we'll help you with a co-writer. So the lovely Nadine helped us. It was like having my hand held through the process because it's a big deal. Yeah. Like I've got so much respect for writers now for how much thought goes into it. Because when you're reading it, you don't realise mm. how much every detail is yeah. being well planned. And it's a lot out. of words, basically. It's a lot of words. <laughs> I mean, I used to get upset, you know, English class, and they go, and I'd like 2,000 words. I'd be like, 2,000? Yeah. yeah. Are you having a laugh? <laughs> 
I'm like, if I can get a whole sheet of A4 done, I was lucky. So tell me the story of Samantha, who is the lead character in this and who is ethnically diverse. Yes. So Samantha um, is, yeah, the main girl. She is from the UK. She goes, she looks a little bit like me. Okay. Which we love. Why not? Yeah, like, yeah. you know, I would love, that's kind of what I wanted because when I was reading romance when I was younger, I didn't really see yeah. or read people like me. Yeah. And that's what I really wanted to do. But anyways, she gets dumped just before she's about to go to our best friend's wedding yeah. in Tobago. Yeah. And it's navigating that. Everybody's, well, obviously one of our friends getting married, the other settling down, all the rest of it. And she's kind of stuck. And she meets some really interesting people along the way. Yeah. And that is all I'll give away. Did you set it in Tobago in case it ever gets made into a film so that you play the part of the girl that you say looks like you and you get to go to Tobago? Or is it just my brain that thinks that way? No, absolutely. I'd love that. Okay. Yeah. That was definitely a thought. That was definitely a thought. But also... um my dad is from Trinidad and Tobago as well Lovely. so it just meant something to me and I feel like Tobago sort of always gets overlooked like I don't mm. think anyone goes oh I want to go Barbados Bahamas no one says Trinidad and Tobago it's so nice though so I wanted like all of the locations in the book are real locations in Tobago so nice. hopefully it gets people to want to go to Tobago as can well can I just say then I've been to Trinidad and Tobago yeah. to the Acerite Bird Sanctuaries where I went yeah. which was Amazing. Yeah. I mean, and so it's a beautiful part of the world. It's really, so really stunning part of the world. Amber Rose Gill, who you might know as the lovely girl who won Love Island in 2019, who is also the author of a brand new book, Until I Met You. It's a romantic Mills and Boone love story. Yes. Classic Mills and Boone. You got involved because of a competition to try and help underrepresented writers, authors from a diverse background. Yes. Uh, and you succeeded. The book's a great book. You're telling me it's a great read and I'm already like, oh, I, I guess I, who doesn't love a romantic story? It's so nice. I love a bit of escapism. You yeah. Know, I love it. Who doesn't love a... Look, we've got a question here. Zoe says, have you got any more book ideas in the works? We've got plenty of ideas. We're just in talks now of maybe doing a second one. With Samantha, with the same lead character? I don't know yet. Oh, right, okay. I'm going to get, like, I'm, I'm looking at what people are saying to me because obviously I want to do what people want me to do. Yeah. And I'm sort of looking at the reviews. If people want me to do a follow-on, I will. But I've, I've got ideas for other, other, other books, completely yeah. new ideas. Okay, now the Love to Write campaign, which is the one that you fronted. Yes. Would you have, let's say you didn't go into Love Island, do you think this opportunity would have come along? No. Wow, okay. So that has been a great platform for you to help others. And that's what I like to use everything that I do for, you know, mm -hmm. like I've got this, I had this amazing opportunity and this privilege to do these kinds of things and I and I try my best to give opportunities wherever I can. And yeah, that, yeah I absolutely love that. Was yeah. the experience, again, I, I, I suppose, you know, you're an author now, which is amazing to think. You know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> three years ago, someone said, oh, you're going to be an author in three years. You're yeah. like, I beg your pardon. Absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tell me, what, me? Uh, you're an author now. Going on to Love Island, rightly or wrongly, did it do, when you went in, do you look at what might happen afterwards or do you just go and think, I'm just going to try and have a good time, get a text, pull someone for a chat. Got a, got a text. I'm, <laughs> do you rue the day, you have basket. to say, got a text. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I used to pray it's not me getting the text because I didn't want to say I've got a text. <laughs> I used to whisper it, I've got a text, guys. <laughs> and they get so excited. No, I know, I know. But but you you do get excited because you you got to think you're just sitting in the garden all day. It's like sitting in the garden forever. Yeah. So getting a text is like the best thing. <laughs> like the best thing. Um, so yeah, did you enjoy your experience? Can I talk about Love Island? I don't even know. 
Yeah, of course you can. Oh, fine, just checking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I absolutely loved my experience, um, but I wasn't... I was only 21 when I went in, and I honestly just didn't have any expectation of what was going to happen after. I thought I'd get kicked off within two weeks because mm-hmm. I know I can be a bit blunt and I'm not very good at dating, to be quite honest. I don't know how I won in the first place. <laughs> um, but I had no expectations of what was going to happen after and I couldn't believe. And I don't know whether that was a good thing or a bad thing because it yeah. took us a while to be able to find my feet and like get involved in the industry. Because yeah. I didn't even know about being paid to post on Instagram or anything like that. I had right. no idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's one of the best things I've ever decided to do, you know, because I get to do things like this and do you find did you find it empowering do you think doing that shows empowered you in as a as a person it's made you a stronger wiser more streetwise business woman definitely definitely it made us grow up really fast um f- from 21 yeah i grew up really fast and i've had a lot of things thrown my way and it's yeah it helped us grow as a person definitely and you've written a book i've written a book and you've written a book yeah it's a saturday morning you're on the graham norton radio show albeit with andy peters yeah, but-, but you're on the yeah whatever uh, no. but you're on the graham norton show talking about your book some things you thought would never happen do you know have like happened. do you know what i mean it's absolutely mad sometimes i'm like is this real life is this <laughs> It's real. <laughs> I assure you it is real. Yeah. Well, look, Amber, it's lovely to meet you. It's lovely to chat to you. Monday, will you be watching the Love Island final? I will be. Who Who do you think is going to win? That's a different question to who do you want to win? I think, I think Andrew and Tasha could sneak it. Really? Sneak it, see, yeah. See, I think Luca Bish, who sells fish, yeah. and what's her face Gemma might in my eyes because they've been together since day one I'm thinking they might win but I I... they're having a mini breakdown now or recently (laughs) aren't they they're having like they seem like they don't like each other at all I know it's weird isn't it (laughs) (laughs) oh well look Amber it's a pleasure to meet you really is genuinely lovely to meet you congratulations on writing your first book and I hope there are many more thank you so much until I met you by Amber Rose Gill is out now in paperback and if you love a romantic story this is the one for you Amber have a lovely day what are you doing for your Saturday chilling okay fully chilling on the sofa gonna put a new series on boom love it love your style we can all take a leaf out of your book amber thank you very much (laughs) thank Uh, you andy peters on the graham norton radio show with waitrose you can taste when it's waitrose virgin radio i've got stuff to give away allora you could win a Mediterranean Metze selection if you win this competition. Earlier, I asked you to get in touch if you wanted to play to win your very own Waitrose Mediterranean Metze selection. The winner, the, the player, picked at random... This music is so awful. Uh, the player picked at random is Gwyneth in Wrexham. Gwyneth, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Andy. Lovely to speak to you. And to you too, Gwyneth. Have you had a nice week? I've been it's been great, thank you. Oh really, has it? What have you what have you done this week, Gwyneth, that has made your week brilliant? Well, we've had a, we've looked after our son's dog. She's an absolute hyper black spaniel and we've had lovely walks with her. It's been great fun. Oh and Wrexham's nice for walking, lovely lots of land and that like, outdoor yes, spaces. We're not far from Changotlan and um, we've got beautiful mountains there to climb, yeah. Oh great, wow, amazing. Not okay. far from Chester either, so we're not too much out in the wild. So if you need a waitrose, you haven't got far to go? Um, no, we've got a big waitrose in Chester. Right, yeah. okay. Well, look, do you know what? I might save you a trip to waitrose. You've got through <laughs> right. to play for the waitrose Mediterranean Meze selection. All of these things could be yours. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to ask you a music-based question, but listen to what the prize is, because that could help you. Do you right. see what I mean? The prize and the question are tied together very right. loosely. I have to say very, very loosely. 
All right. Okay, great. Thank do you, you listen to Virgin Radio all the time, by the way? Yes, I do. Yeah, I do. I do enjoy, I've enjoyed your show this morning because Graham's a hard act to follow. I appreciate that. But it's been, it's been great. Yes, oh, I thank do. you. I, thank I, you. I've listened to it since it was launched. What's the, hang on a minute, Gwyneth. I'm just going to get the boss's email address so you can email him and let him know. If you don't mind, do just a small, just a short email. Don't, don't be too gushing. Yeah. Otherwise, they know we talked about it. But yeah, just like, <laughs> I really enjoyed it. He could come again. He could be on quite often. I don't yeah. mind. Okay, I'll do that. Okay, and right at the end, say, he probably deserves slightly more money. I'll try. Uh, well, we you, all need more money. Yeah, 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 that's, uh, isn't that the truth, Gwyneth? Okay, Gwyneth, look, this is how it's going to work. I'll tell you what the prize is, then I'll ask you a question. Get the question right, you win that course of your Mediterranean meze. Okay, so now we have the dramatic music, and this is it. So your chance to win the meze spread, which includes a Spanish tapas platter, cracked olives with an olive ciabatta, artichoke dip, Waitrose summer Patas bravas, patatas bravas. I've never been able to say that. And a chorizo with chorizo and aioli. Sounds amazing. Right, it does sound. I bet it tastes even nicer. So here's your question to win that. Here we go. Which member of Queen duetted with opera singer Montserrat Caballé on the 1987 hit Barcelona? Was it Roger Taylor, Brian May, or Freddie Mercury? The amazing Freddie Mercury. The amazing Freddie Mercury mm-hmm. is right. Congratulations, you've just won the whole Meze spread, right? You've got all of that, Gwyneth. All of that's yours, right? So, question number two. You're playing for the Waitrose number one Sicilian lemon tart. Are you a Waitrose shopper anyway? Oh, yes. When we're in Chester, we always go there. And we uh, go on holiday near the one in um, Menai Bridge in Anglesey, too. So, oh. Yes. Oh, you're a loyal customer. I hope you've got oh, your little yeah. Waitrose card as well. Right, here we go. You're playing for the number one Sicilian lemon tart. Let me just read the description. This rich, buttery pastry tart has a deliciously tangy filling made with juicy Sicilian lemons, free-range eggs, and fresh cream. I've even got a picture of it, Gwyneth. It looks delicious. Water, oh, it yeah. really is. It really is. Right, here's your question to win that. Which band had a hit with a cover of the Simon and Garfunkel song Mrs. Robinson in 1992? Was it A, the Lemonheads, B, Nirvana, or C, the Red Hot Chili Peppers? I'll go the Lemonheads. You are right. Congratulations, <laughs> Gwyneth. You've now got that Sicilian lemon tart. It looks divine. It really mm. does. Right, Gwyneth, do you love a do you love a, a wine, you know, of an evening? Oh, just the odd glass. Okay. <laughs> Careful, Gwyneth, what will Red the na- what will the neighbours say? Um, right, you're playing for a white burgundy from France. Mm-hmm. Elegant, soft and refreshing. It's got tones of peach and citrus notes and subtle creaminess along additional texture from a light touch of barrel aging. That's the one you're playing for. Sounds good. Here comes your question. Which of the following was the singer with the band White Stripes? Was it A, Jack Black, B, Jack White, or C, Jack Savaretti? Um, Jack White, I believe. Do you know what, Gwyneth? You believe correctly. It was Jack White. Oh, wow. Gwyneth, Thank you so much. that means you've won the lot. <laughs> and as <laughs> a loyal amazing. Waitrose customer, you know just how good your prize is. Mm-hmm. What are you doing I for the rest of the day? Thank you very much. Really it's OK. Not at all. Part. What are you doing for the rest of the day? Um, going to walk, I think. Go out on the walk. When it stops raining. <laughs> what, what, what stopped the music? It's raining? <laughs> yes, you 
got rain. You're kidding. I can't believe it. I thought there was a drought on the way. I have to walk when it stops raining. You've got rain, rain. I know, it's a very strange phenomenon, but we still get it in North Wales. Oh, my life. Well, look, hopefully the rain will stop shortly. You'll get out on your walk. Uh, What you do know is that we've got all of that Waitrose stuff coming your way. Gwyneth, thank you so much for listening to Virgin Radio. Still to come, Ricky Wilson is covering the Chris Evans Breakfast Show this week and he has the lowdown on what to expect and gives us a hint or two on what to expect on the Kaiser Chiefs' upcoming UK tour. But first, let's cross to the kitchen. Good morning to you, Martha. Good morning. Lovely to see you. And your chef whites as well. You mean business. I know, I've got a chefy dish today. Yeah, and you did a little shimmy there as well. You did a chefy (laughs) shimmy. Uh, It's lovely to see you. Uh, All the ingredients available at Waitrose, some of them for the lovely essentials range as well. Absolutely. What have you created today? So today we have got a sea bass, fennel and lentil tray bake with a salsa verde. Now, a tray bake, meaning it's baked in a tray? (laughs) Yeah, it kind of means... It all goes onto the same tray. So instead of having six pans to wash up and a frying pan and all that kind of thing, yeah. just it all goes into one tin, which I think is a, the way a lot of people love to cook these days because yeah. you're not having to wash loads of things. Yeah, up. exactly. No, it makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, sea bass, topical fish, sustainable, of course. I'm sure. Fennel, easy to get. Now, fennel, one of those things that some people love, some people hate. Could I replace that? Uh, you could, yeah. You could use all sorts of other kinds of vegetables, courgettes. You could use okay. carrots. And it, I mean, this is a really nice recipe that you could add whatever you want. But the fennel is quite nice in it. It adds okay. a lovely sweetness. I think a lot of people don't like fennel because they think, oh, it's going to be so overpowering. And they think of aniseed balls and think, absolutely not. But I promise it gets mellowed as it goes in the oven. And when you serve it with something zingy like a salsa verde that's got loads of lemon and loads of capers and things like that, it really, really lifts it. I okay. hope you like it. You've given <laughs> us a, sl- a little preview into what it takes to make the dish. We'll go into more detail shortly. In the meantime, I get to try it and we'll t- yeah, and you can b- try before you buy i try you buy only at waitrose i mean it tastes delicious uh, you mentioned that some people worry about fennel but you could put other things into it what are all the ingredients so we're gonna start with i guess the base of the tray bake which is our fennel so we've got two bulbs of fennel we've got a lemon we've got a pouch of ready-to-eat lentils we've got beluga lentils which are a bit like pui lentils but a little bit smaller and then we've got our sea bass fillets these are lovely waitress mediterranean sea bass and they've got loads of flavor so we've got all of those things the fennel and the lemon go into the oven to roast for 15 minutes whilst you make your salsa verde which Ooh, makes it all very i love a salsa verde <laughs> it feels a bit exotic um and it's a great one to have up your sleeve because it doesn't need much it just needs a few herbs so you can use whatever herbs you've got to be honest but I've used a mixture of basil parsley and mint then we've got some lemon juice in there some capers some anchovies for a little bit of salt you're going to bash them all together in a pestle and mortar which is a good way to you know get rid of any stress you might be feeling from the week (laughs) from the week exactly this is why it's a weekend recipe (laughs) and then once your fennel has been in for 15 minutes we're going to take it out Add the lentils, put the sea bass on top with a little bit of the salsa verde mixed in. Right. Back into the oven for 12 minutes. And then when it comes out, you just want to dollop that lovely fresh zingy salsa verde over the top. A little bit of the fennel fronds, I think they're called, which are kind of like the little little wispy bits. Okay, these bits. (laughs) Is that edible as well? Yes, it looks like dill, but it comes off the top of the fennel plant. Mmm, lovely subtle flavour. Yeah. Just a little bit of a little bit of pizzazz at the end, and yeah, yeah. it's a really nice all-in-one. Lentils are great because I think people often they're like, see the pasta or rice. It's yeah. pasta or rice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you have something like lentils, yeah, really good source of protein. Getting it into the dish makes the hot makes it 
a full dish. You haven't got to add anything. To yeah, this. and very much so. I really enjoyed it. You mentioned that the lentils are ready to eat lentils because again, I thought you had to boil lentils for six weeks before you could use them. <laughs> yeah, that's the beauty of these pouches. I mean, mm. you can get all sorts of different lentils now, but yeah, they you would be cooking these for hours if you do them from dried, which you can do if you're yeah. a king cook. But if you've gone to Waitrose, <laughs> you might as well just buy the ready to ready go. to eat because you can eat them cold if you want to but really? you know they literally just need to be warmed through and then they're ready to eat oh fantastic okay it's um it is a very summery dish i would say mm. i would say it i mean it tastes delicious everything you've cooked for me on all the weeks i've been here has always tasted delicious i'm trying not to chew too much on the radio because uh, i think that's, <laughs> yeah, I've certainly, so i don't want to eat too much um the lentils are soft where can i find the recipe so the recipe is in this month's issue of the waitress food magazine it's a ravinda bogle recipe and she's got tons of lovely seasonal things in there and it's also on the website. Um, I think you can find it at waitress.com slash yeah, exactly. show chef. Show chef, which is easier when it's written down than it is actually to say. <laughs> yeah, I can't um, say it. <laughs> if you want to see a picture of the dish, you can go to Virgin Radio UK on all of our platforms. Martha and I have just taken a picture of it, so it's there. Uh, do you know what you're cooking next week? Oh, do you know what? I, I do, but it, I haven't, can't remember right by oh, this okay. moment. Well, I'm fair lost, enough. lost oh, in but, a but it'll, it'll haze. Be <laughs> <laughs> and also, very quickly then... Um, Again, some people are scared of cooking fish because you think it's easy to get wrong. But again, because it's not a fat fish, it's a thin fish, you know that 12 minutes in the oven is going to be absolutely perfect. Absolutely. It's getting the heat from the top and then it's getting the steam from the bottom from all the vegetables that are already cooked. So it's you're never going to go wrong with that. OK, look, before <laughs> I press the big green button to play the next song, you're a chef. Do you know the difference between gelato and ice cream? Just out of interest, we've had... Mr. No, it will tell us the difference, but do you, when you make it, oh. what do you... Oh, hang on a Oh, you don't... Well, I I, ha, I feel like I was going to be confident in my answer, but now you've said you've had Mr. No, it will tell oh, you. Well, no, hang answer. on. Well, because I was really confident in my answer. My answer oh, was... What's your answer? My answer is um, ice cream uses a custard base that has eggs. Oh. Gelato doesn't have eggs. Yes, so I'm under the impression gelato doesn't have eggs and ice cream is made with a higher percentage of cream, whereas yes. gelato made with milk and... Yes, you churn gelato much slower, so you're not getting much air in there. Because ice cream can be up to 50% air. And yeah. you're buying your ice cream. Do you know... You're the, buying your air. You want to be oh, buying gelato. Yeah, you, so that's the way forward. But <laughs> do you know what? I love a pistachio gelato. It's my favourite thing. Yeah, oh, yeah, I love one. a pistachio. I don't even know. Pistachio, pistachio. It, it go, flows nice when yeah, you say pistachio, pistachio gelato. gelato. <laughs> that's what I love. Uh, thank you so much, Martha. I'll you're see you welcome. next weekend. Yes. Andy Peters on the Graham Norton radio show with Waitrose. You can taste when it's Waitrose. Virgin Radio. Ricky Wilson, good morning to you, sir. Morning, Andy. How are you? I'm all right, thank you very much indeed. How are you? Uh, I'm, I'm tip-top. Good for hearing you on the radio. How is it doing the radio? Do you enjoy it? Um, I think you'll find I'm interviewing you. Okay. Uh, sorry about that. It's all right. I've just got to get practice in for next week. Okay. For... So many guests <laughs> Look, first and foremost, I'm loving it. It's been fantastic standing in for Graham Norton. Um, mm-hmm. And I love radio. My first job ever in broadcasting was broadcasting to shoppers in Topshop and Top Man because I was worked. It? Yeah, I worked on Radio Topshop. Oh, wow. So not, not a massive listenership, but the, everyone in the shop, right? No, uh, no. No, no, because, no, 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 no. We broadcast not just to the one on Oxford Street, to the five shops on Oxford Street and across the entire UK. It was actually mm-hmm. called the Radio Top Shop Network. Big time. So, yeah, you know, it was, yeah, it was, I mean, I started big and it's just mm-hmm. got better. And look where I am now, <laughs> talking to you on the radio because you're doing a breakfast show uh, starting tomorrow morning at half past six. Uh, you've got a good week lined up, haven't you? I have got a good week tomorrow. I've got Andrew McLean talking about a new app she's got, a wellness app she's got. I've got Richard Coyle, the actor. I've got Brian Cox. 
the, the space one, not the, um, <laughs> yeah, okay. the acting one. Yeah. Uh, I've got uh, both equally as good, uh, but in very different ways. Uh, I've got Ricky Ross and uh, one more, Nish Kumar. I've got it coming in. But I tell you what, Andy, yes. I'm a bit worried because I have to get up very early for this. And that's not a problem. But... In the morning, I get up and I gauge what the weather's going to be like by seeing what you're wearing on GMB. Seriously? If it's, just, if it's, if it's you know, there's three settings. Polo shirt. Yes. Sleeveless puffer <laughs> with polo shirt and full arm puffer, right? And if and I know where, I know what, what the day's going to be, have a head just from what you're wearing. Oh, my. Oh, my life. Is that genuinely? Do you think, oh, look. It's genuinely, too. It's, I, 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 I gauge whether it's going to be a good day. If you're just in a polo shirt, I am not. I am yeah. Uh, well, do you know what? Honestly, n- not even a word of a lie. I text Laura Tobin, the weather girl, and say, yeah, I'll be like, Laura, today, what's it going to be like? And she is so accurate all the time. That I'm she's like, like sleeveless puffer, Andy. Yeah, she's like, go, go sleeveless puffer, puffer. And then the problem is as well, I have to fit with the, the we have a look. The actual whole show has a look. So the hmm. head of the costume will say to me, I don't want to see that puffer jacket after March the 1st. And I will then <laughs> argue back, but it's freezing. Sure, I don't want to see it. God forbid I wear a cardigan. I think I'd be fired if I wore a cardigan. <laughs> but you see, you see my problem. It's going to be too early to see what. To Do, what you know to what? Wear. Do you know what? Do you know what? What time? So you're going to wake up what? Half past four. Something like that. It's about four, the same. Four, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. send. I'll send you a text saying right. this is the weather for the day. You'll be fine. Okay. Stick with me. Worst case scenario, I'll give you Laura's number and she can let you know what to wear. This is so show business, isn't it? But it's the way yeah. we roll. It's the way we roll. Now realise with you, your studio. Oh no, you're in this studio. I, 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 my ideal is to be able to go to the toilet and make a cup of tea, which I, know, I can yeah. just about do in two songs. Now, when you make a tea for yourself, do you warm the cup? No, oh, I don't know. Oh, I do. No. See, that's where I was falling over because what I was doing is I was warming the cup, making the tea, going to the toilet. Now, I put the hot water in the cup, then go to the toilet. So when I come back right. from the toilet, the cup is warm. You're, la- you're laughing. I can't at me. believe you. You're I can't, laughing. I, know, I, can't, I can't believe you've not used this content already. This <laughs> Oh, this, the thing is, this is why I get weekends and you get weekdays. Let's be honest. <laughs> I was uh, no, because I know I, it was refreshing to hear that you do make your own cup of tea as well. Oh, because sometimes you know when you go and do a job like this, sometimes they offer you this. Do you want a cup of tea? But there's something special about doing it yourself, isn't there? Oh, Ricky, 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 we had this discussion a few weeks ago. I'm completely with you. And then you feel obliged to say, oh, yeah, that's fine. And then they make the tea. And the person who's made your tea, that generous offer of making your tea, makes a bad cup of tea. Mm. Also, I know this sounds bad, but also making a cup of tea, it's like an excuse to just be on your own for a little while, isn't it? Yeah, and not be watched. There's cameras everywhere in this building. (laughs) Everywhere there's cameras. Uh, But I I, I did, my producer Mick did yeah. genuinely make me a cup of tea the first week I was here or maybe the second week I was here and mm-hmm. it was good I can't lie it was good but even then he keeps offering I'm still saying no 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 because what happens if that was a fluke yeah, I, I, I don't, don't risk it Andy don't risk it yeah. too much at stake here yeah. too much at stake no, no, I think you're right well look um, you're going to be on tour and when you're on tour you have a rider does your rider say lots of things including do not make my tea yeah well we, don't, we used to have a massive rider all sorts of stuff on it. But then we found out that you, you actually pay for it yourself. So now it's quite tight. Right. It's, uh, stripped back. It's water and Haribo. Oh, I love that. Only the, only yeah. the fried egg Haribos. Well, you're the best. Exactly. The Which best. apparently they're but not fried yeah, eggs. No, but you say, you say that, only the fried egg ones. But I think you need all the other ones 
to kind of bolster that. You know, I actually like the milk bottles. Oh. I know, I know, I know. And you were worried about my tea chat, and now we're doing Haribo content. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, you know, pot, kettle and black, that's all I'm saying. So tell know, me about this tour. Tell me about this tour. You're going on tour in November. Oh, that seems so, that looks such a long way away. What do you have to talk about that for? Um, yeah, um, it's, it's my day job. I'm uh, an international rock star, and I go and I sing around the country. Uh, it's, it's, I think it must be the first one since the, the big pandemic. Yes. Which, uh, it's your first that. tour since 2019, actually. It's the first remember time you've been remember out remember the, the I can't believe we did it. Well done, everybody. Yes. We got through it. Well, well, we're not through it completely. Poor old Amy's just going out. Was, what was her name? I had a lady earlier. She's only going out for the first... Amy, yeah, Amy in Dorset. She's only going outside for the first time, having had COVID. So it's not gone, gone. But, um, oh, well, well, well done, Amy. It's yeah. nice, you know, well done. But, um, yeah, so it's the first time back. It's going to be exciting. Maybe we've got some new songs. But we're going all around the country. Uh, I don't know the date, but it's in November, and come along and you'll have a great time. We're taking the uh, the Fratellis as well. For the, I, uh, love, you know. I love rock stars. <laughs> I love pop stars. I don't know the dates. I don't know where we're going, but I know that we're going. Uh, I tell you what, the simplest thing to do is for me to help you and say, if you want details of the tour, which is starting uh, in November, there are 13 dates, and they start in Swansea on Wednesday, the 2nd of November. Um, all you need to do is go online to kaiserchief.com uh, and all right. the details are there. Anybody who books yeah. a ticket between 10.47 and 11 o'clock, you just know that that was because of me. And so therefore, oh, yeah, that's okay, because of me. Cut. So yeah, thanks very much indeed. All right, okay, that's okay. all I'm saying. Thanks for, the, thanks for the plug, Andy. You're more than um, welcome. Yeah. But you know, I don't really have to know when it is because they don't start without me. So I just kind of... Don't, he don't makes a good point. Up. He makes a don't very good point. He, do you know what? My yeah. old assistant once said, when he phoned up, I was going to be late to a meeting. And he phoned the, whoever was holding the meeting and said, oh, Andy's going to be 15 minutes late. And they said, that's OK, we'll start without him. And he literally just went then to said to them on the phone, well, if we can start without him, he's not coming. And that was it. I was like, well, it makes it, but again, it's a slightly good point. If the meeting can start without me, why do I need to be there? Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. So um, I, I don't really know... Uh, I have to know the, the website details and that because... You say, but it's just, the name, but it's just the name of your group, kaiserchiefs.com. I mean, yeah, it's quite uh, simple. But, but, but I, I get in free anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I know oh, a guy. Oh, look, look, Ricky, you're amazing. Uh, you're a must listen tomorrow morning from six thirty in for Chris Evans on the Breakfast Show with Sky. Ricky will be here. Ricky Wilson sitting in this very chair doing that. Yeah. You're probably going to be the next person. I'm just looking. Yes, you will be the next person to sit in this chair that I'm sitting in right now. That's I'm a moment for you. That's a moment. For, and by the way, tomorrow, just so you know, I'm recorded mm-hmm. on Good Morning Britain tomorrow. I'm in a vest. So don't oh, use that. Yeah, don't use that okay. because it was pre-recorded. Okay. Just to in let you know. In a, yeah, in a oh, vest. My heart's going racing. It's almost, do you remember last week when you, you saw that frog and it gave you a, shot, a fright? Yes. Do you remember? Yeah, I do. Oh, my gosh, you do. Oh, I'm actually really flattered that you actually do watch. Yeah, it was a huge, but it was a huge frog. The frog was enormous. No, no one believed you. I know, no one believed no, you. No, no, no. It was a huge frog. And it literally made me jump. Oh, my word. Look, Ricky, I can't wait to listen to you on the radio tomorrow morning from 6.30 right here on Virgin Radio. Yeah, uh, tune have, in. Have a great week as well. You're doing two weeks, aren't you? Uh, I don't know. No, no, no I just I'm, someone's, I'm, I'm someone's, highly underprepared. If I am, <laughs> someone's pointing at me, going, "No, he's not." He's not. No, I just did it to frighten him. I just thought it'd be quite funny. He's uh, like, "I'm doing two weeks." Week yeah. uh, Ricky, have a lovely Sunday. Thank you very much indeed, sir. Take have care. A, yeah, you too. Thank you very uh, much. Bye-bye, 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 bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye bye. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the um. Guest. Guest.
guest. It's time for Guess the Guest. Your chance to win an amazing gift box from Waitrose with all sorts of great stuff in. Jill in Stockport, a very good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Andy. How are you? I'm great, thank you very much. And you? Oh, I'm all right. Thank you very much, Jill. What have you done today, this week? Uh, today, absolutely nothing, really. Having a, a totally lazy weekend. Had my grandsons to stay over in the week. Lovely. Um, other than that, just generally messing about. Oh, lovely. How's the weather in Stockport today? <laughs> mm, not so good. Raining. Raining, oh. grizzly. Oh, back to normal British weather. Normal all, all that fuss yeah. about the 40 degrees, and now we're like, oh, it's back to normal. So soon. Yeah, exactly. in, du- in Dubai, that 40 degree weather's there all the time. They don't suddenly get rain. Well, do you know what? They do get rain, Jill. And the funniest yeah, thing... Yeah, oh, I've been you know, a lot. And one of yeah. the funniest things is... When they get rain, nobody knows what to do because they just don't normally have rain. Literally, they can go a year without yeah. rain. And so suddenly yeah, people are like, yeah, what's happened? It's raining. There's water coming from the sky. But in, Dubai, it. in Dubai, it'd be filtered water coming from the sky. Yeah. Uh, Jill, look, thank you very much for listening. It's okay. Guess the Guest. There's a huge hamper, a Waitrose gift box waiting for you. If you can tell me who this is. There's a big sort of climactic scene at the end with a big rain machine. It rains a lot in the west of Ireland, as you know, um, but we had very dramatic rain for this final set piece, and it was a rain, <laughs> rain machine. <laughs> I don't know what was going on, but the wind, like, I just got off scot-free, essentially, <laughs> and, the, and the rain was just sideways, like, lashing straight into Emily's face. It was like all the energy for the math was just going out of her face. So... That's the mm. voice. Uh, my friend, Mr. Noetal, has sent me a text with who he thinks it is. Yeah. It doesn't matter. He can't win, Jill, right? He can't okay. win, but you can. Now, remember, Jill, the way it works is if you're wrong, that's yeah. it. You and I don't talk again. And if I'm in Stockport, okay. don't even wave at me if you see me. Okay. All right, but, I'm not even wave. Yeah, don't even wave. But if you're okay. right, Jill, I'm coming yeah. around for coffee. Oh, that's fine. I'll get the kettle on ready. Right, okay. So all, all you've got to do then is tell yeah. me who that guest is. I think it's Jamie Dornan. Am I coming round for coffee or am I going to blank Jill when I see her in the streets in Stockport? Let's <laughs> see. <laughs> Jill, congratulations. Well done. The first couple of words out of his mouth, and I said to my husband, "That's Jamie Dornan, definitely." Right, let me, Jill. Let me read you this text yeah. from okay. Mr. Noetal. Guest, oh, go on. Guessed it in the first four words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same here. Same I, here. I had no idea who he was. Literally, no idea. I'm not caught. One of those voices. Has he? Yeah, just something about it that you. Very, you, like Benedict Cumberbatch, he's got one of those voices. You know it immediately. As soon as he opens his mouth, you know, even if you don't see him. It's just, yeah. Oh, well, hang yeah. on. Oh, I'm really pleased. Woohoo! Woohoo! Okay, hang on. Um, well, Jill, 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 Jill. Yes, yes, yes. Have I got one of those voices? Yes, if you have, actually, because you have. Before we knew you were taking over from Graham, when we put the radio on, and my other half actually said, that's Andy. And I'm like, you're right, it is. So, yes, you have. I love your household. It's like guess, it's like guess the voice all day long. Oh, you know who that yeah. is, don't you? What's your other yeah. half called? He's called John, and it's actually his birthday on Tuesday, and he, he is rather old. Right. I'm going to tell you anyway. He's looking at me, but he's going to be 76 on Tuesday. 70. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
Go on, John. Go on, John. John is 77. Wow. Thank you so much for joining me on the Graham Norton Radio Show with Waitrose Podcast. And remember, if you haven't clicked yet, you need to. Join our socials at Virgin Radio UK on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram. I'll be back soon. See you later. Andy Peters on the Graham Norton Radio Show with Waitrose. You can taste when it's Waitrose. Virgin Radio.